Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And today we have a lot to talk about, including some great pop culture stories to discuss. But first, what's going on with you guys? Well, how is Chicago? It looked so good. It was amazing. It was such a fun show. We did it all. We set people up. They found love. It was great. I heard somebody made out on stage. Really? Yeah, the crowd was cheering for them. It was like a whole experience because we set them and up they and they love? were like, in, they were into each other. I mean, they went on one date, so I don't know if I'm going to okay, call it love yet. And they're 24. Imagine if they get married. We'll see. <laughs> and they're 24. Okay, I don't know. But, you know, maybe. You never know. But maybe. It was just, it was just a super, super fun show. Great crowd. It was like a Tuesday night with Saturday night energy, which you always just wow. makes it great. And Chicago is just great in the summer i love chicago but i've never been in the winter so i feel like that's why but biased, um, biased i'm biased but every time i go there in the summer i'm like it's so lovely here what a lovely place and then we came back from chicago and i went right to the office to do some recordings and i saw shira our hr director and alien sister-in-law and she goes to me oh yeah she, i was telling her how much i like chicago and she goes yeah i feel like chicago is like more your speed and i'm <laughs> What does that mean? I'm like, I don't Slower? know. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm not sure. Well, did, did <laughs> is you get an elaboration? Is? is that where Northwestern yeah. is? That's where um, you wanted to go, Jordana. No, Northwestern is not is in Washington? Chicago, but it's in, I should know this. Illinois? It's in Evanston. Illinois, but it's, yeah, it's in Evanston, which is not Chicago, but I think it's probably I'm pretty sure that's where Mean Girls is. It is where Mean Girls was like filmed because her parents are like working at Northwestern or something. So like, isn't that where you wanted to go? You knew your vibe and like... I had never visited though. (laughs) 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 It's funny. Well, the show looks amazing. Great job. Standing ovation. Thank you. It was I'm lovely. Still sitting, <laughs> standing ovation. I'll say it. <laughs> I'm um I'm very excited for the New York show because it's gonna be. I feel like the crowd's gonna be great. You guys are coming. I'm bringing it's rusty a party. Suze. Oh, amazing! It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be so fun, and it's gonna be in everyone's favorite New York area, Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was so funny in the That's U where episode. That's all the stars when, go, Jordan. Uh, U episode when you're like, is anyone really from the French Quarter? It's like being from oh. time from Times Square. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I claim that Maddie was from the French Quarter in in uh, oh, I heard Louisiana, yeah. which is apparently not a real not like, like thing. people like aren't from there, yes. like the same like oh, I'm from Times Square. I was yeah. really funny. I lol. But um, anyway, should we talk about some pop cultures? <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting at least twenty four hours to hear your your skeptical theory about the Batfleck honeymoon. Or it's, no, that's um, that's Jaffleck. just only his. Jaffleck. That's only him. It's Jaffleck. <laughs> He's Batfleck. <laughs> It's like Affleck. Um, it's yeah. Jaffleck. The Jaffleck Benifer. Okay, it's Benifer. Yeah, the Benifer. <laughs> the honeymoon. reason why I said Jaffleck is I totally forgot that Benifer existed. <laughs> yeah, but Benifer could be Benifer's too like. Benifer was the original two name name. Did you know that? No, Brangelina was it? No, I think Benifer was first. Was it about Jen and these ben. these two, or was it about Jen Garner? And- no, it was about they were like the first couple that the that like the were media. Dubbed a first, like they combined the first names. That was like how it whole thing, the whole thing Jen started. Benifer. Ben okay, yes. so we've come full circle. Benjen, like, also is good. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so Jeff Flack. Um, Benifer could be like their first relationship, and Jeff Flack is their second relationship. How about that? We could do that here. Also, because she's now Affleck. Okay, it's Affleck, not Affleck. <laughs> it's Affleck. <laughs> now that she is Affleck. I can't say the word. Did you, did you guys know there's a Wikipedia page for for Benifer? <laughs> Actually, no. it has its own Wikipedia page. Really? But it's on it. It gives you the history of Benifer. The whole course of their relationship. Imagine your relationship she having its own this. Wikipedia page. <laughs> Can you she imagine that? What, did she, what does it say? Can you read oh, they to the class? Met at the premiere of Armageddon. That was such a good movie. I love I that movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. I feel like that was my first like favorite romantic scene that like um 
that like stuck out in my mind when um, Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck are like playing with their little graham crackers when he's about to go into space. Do you remember that? Not graham crackers, animal crackers. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. They're about to die. And, um, you know, they're, they like love each other. He doesn't die. Well, they could have died. You know, yeah, those were the stakes. That was the those that was the stakes. You it was didn't sad. know at that point. I don't know why I'm just so still just so hung up on the fact that there's a Wikipedia. I'm just imagining like you're going on a date with someone, and like <laughs> they're like, "What's your relationship history?" And then you could just like send them a link. But like, who <laughs> edited it like recently and wrote like the new like rekindled romance section? <laughs> this the is Wikipedia like Wikipedia people. Oh, these things get updated so quick. If someone yeah. dies, it's updated before like I even knew they were dead. It's Who crazy. Does it? I Volunteers. think the people at Wikipedia. No, it's like Wikipedia like community. It's like crowdsourced. I, I think it's Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you it's think that was what she was doing in, in the hotel in Vegas. Well, here's my theory. So, you know, in the last episode, I'm a flip-flopper. Last episode, I was like, oh, it's real love. Like they're married. I was wrong about it being a publicity stunt. Then I see the flood of paparazzi pictures of them and their quote honeymoon in Paris <sighs> strolling everywhere all these pictures of them every single day first of all fine you know they're walking down the street holding hands then there's a picture of them like caught like candid paparazzi in the bushes of them on a bench like in a deep kiss okay fine whatever he's like taking photos of her with his camera very <sighs> innocent pictures but then there's like a picture of them caught like this one seems actually caught where he's like hysterically crying did you see that one no i heard about it i don't know why instagram gives me all these pictures because these are fake in, is that where yeah, you're going i don't get these on on IG. i think the the one of him crying <laughs> seems real because that one's like really blurry really at a distance and he looks really upset and she's like consoling him the other ones where they look like they're candid seem not candid at all to me. And I just feel like there is something fishy about all of these staged, pop, not staged, but called paparazzi pictures on their honeymoon. Like, then it makes me wonder, hold on, I know, Sammy, you let your finger up. Makes <laughs> me wonder about like, why would they get married in Vegas? Like, why would they go and do that? Oh, I know. The Vegas tourism board? No, they okay. Well, apparently, the whole reason they broke up. This is what I read on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> she wrote just now. <laughs> the whole reason they were okay was because there was like some insane. The reason that they gave that for their breakup was like the media frenzy was like completely insane. Yeah. They had a. They were supposed to get married, and they were like talking about having like there were like multiple plans for like having like fill in brides to like distract the paparazzi, and it became like this whole huge thing, and there was like so intense that they were just like forget it which seems weird as an explanation no. i agree because it's like okay then only just if you like, don't want to do it that much anyway so i i actually think it's strategically like the fact that they're doing the biggest wedding means they're like this time around it's like about the this is what they're saying again i don't know if this is actually true it's like this time <laughs> around it's just about like it's so hard to speak it's when you're so rolling, your face. When you're rolling your <laughs> face. <laughs> face rolling it's very distracting oh sorry i'll stop okay <laughs> i didn't realize like, the audience can't see I can no, see. Can. Yeah, so but like, just, you know I do that. I'm like, it's, it's so very hard funny. to maintain your train of thought when you're just like. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like a small jade roller. It's this massive. But you see it all the time. It's not like. Know, it's it's not like never, it never gets old. It's hilarious. It's always funny. Okay. Like when we're at the pool and you just like, can I get an ice bucket for my ice <laughs> Okay. Like I, okay. I bought a mini ice bucket so I can keep it at my desk. Oh my god! With tongs, it has tongs. No, the tongs just came with it. I don't need it. <laughs> She's still doing it. You can't help yourself. It's. I don't think you. Do you, you have, have an addiction? How good it feels? You have if, an addiction. Honestly, if you so need to an ice roller rehab, <laughs> it feels oh so god. good. Okay, go back to that. <laughs> so do drugs, but you can't just do them during a recording. <laughs> this, is, this is so different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll put it away. See, Back into it. I can't even remember bucket. what we were talking about. I don't about. even remember what I was saying. We <laughs> were um, talking about Benefer. Oh, yeah. And so this time around, Vegas. they wanted to do it Vegas because <laughs> it goes with the story that they're pitching. I don't know if it's real, but the story that they're pitching is the first time around. It was just too big of like, what's the word? A spectacle. Coincidence? I guess, a spectacle is a good a thing. And like that took away from 
their love or whatever. Yeah. Here's why I think it's kind of ridiculous. No one has pictures of them like getting married. There's no photos of that. And if this was a real romance, you want to do an intimate thing, do it in your fucking backyard of this new house that you bought together. I think that's what they were doing before, though. It still became okay, a whole Jennifer spectacle. Jennifer Aniston and what's his name? Trudeau. Not Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the leader. Thoreau. Yeah. Justin Thoreau. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Trudeau and Sarah. <laughs> they had this, like, no one had any photos, only aerial shots of their, like, intimate backyard wedding. And they were able to get away with it and do whatever. I still think it's, like, a whole shebang, though. It's, like, not, it's, like, it, you can't just casually get married in your backyard if you're Jennifer yes, you Lopez and Ben Affleck and you are literally the most hunted celebrities at it. this moment. You I could don't, do it. But maybe it's, like, but it takes a lot of effort. Maybe they're just kind of, like, Fuck it. I can I can understand why they do the Vegas wedding. Then don't invite anybody. Just they have your kids to do have that a for them. Minister and go and do it in your yard. Have a pretty little thing. Why go to Vegas? It's like such a thing. Like I don't. I, it does more of a thing to go to Vegas. You have to get plane tickets. There's like you have to get a hotel. No way that no one saw them. I don't understand. There's no pictures of it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Okay, I have a piece of evidence to submit to the jury. Okay. And in, it's in support of your the- – no, it's in support, Aileen, of your theory. And I was not really following this, but as we're talking, I'm looking through the photos and I'm looking – I'm looking at the photo credits of – who is taking the photos? Oh. And so here's a tip. When you see a photo that is credited to a company called Backgrid, that is a company that celebrities call themselves to get PR photos taken. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in like – for good reasons, but it's ultimately to like fleece the public into thinking that they're natural and most people wouldn't know about this. I learned it from I think like Fluently Forwards podcast or I really – she has okay. great content. Anyway, so a few of them are Backgrid. Uh, at least on this page six article that I'm looking at. I haven't like looked into everything, but when they're leaving a restaurant in Paris, that's a backgrid photo. When they're leaving their hotel, that's Mm -hmm. a backgrid photo. And like just the fact that these are mixed in there, I don't know what – some of these are credited to something called GC Images. I don't know that the deal with that, but I do know the deal with backgrid. And that means that at least some of them (laughs) – were staged. So <laughs> the best one though is the one where they caught him napping. <laughs> on a boat. Have you seen that? One? No, I, I oh, haven't. Yeah. I honestly didn't see anything other than this article. Like I, wasn't. you didn't see the one of him napping. He's so tired from all the posing. <laughs> Why do you guys think he was crying? Well, who took that po- photo? Is what I want. Okay, know. let's look at look. Jennifer Maybe he's ben like, Affleck we can't do crying. this anymore. We just got into this okay. PR relationship. Here, I have it. Look it up. Look it up. Here, I'll show you guys. It's. I'll send it to you. Just everyone Google, oh, stop this podcast. Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, Honeymoon Crying. You can see him. Oh, that's from Backward too. Okay, so maybe there's, you know, trouble. Maybe, I wasn't sure if this one was also a staged thing because like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really get it. Like, I just don't see them together. I just don't see it. I don't know. I don't feel like they're a match. Whether or not we see it, I just think that the intense amount of paparazzi pictures doesn't go with the whole, I'm going to need to go get married without anybody seeing. And just a quick 
wedding. Like, mm. it doesn't make any sense to me why they would be strolling around Paris every single day with photos taken of them. To me, that's not romantic if you're like mega celebrity, especially when like the press ruined your first relationship. Well, here's my question. What do you think the angle is? If it's all for this PR, like, is it just to elevate them as stars? Like, are they doing Jilly 2? Like, what's the... Potentially Jilly 2. What, what? <laughs> it's Jilly. <laughs> Sorry, Jilly. France. Um, what is... I just don't understand what the... It's not like either of them need to be more famous. Reputation. They're both pretty famous. She was cheated on. Redem- like revenge, redemption of her, of her image. And maybe so that people would leave them alone because his whole like bad reputation was like the, the shady shit on Raya. Didn't he sleep with the nanny uh, Jennifer, with Jennifer Garner? He's sober now. I don't know. Yeah, but like, isn't that why his relationship with Jennifer Garner ended? Because he was sleeping with the, the nanny. The weirdest thing about, if you follow Jennifer Garner, she's great. She is just like, you know, like Tom Hanks is America's dad. She's yeah, like yeah. America's mom. Like she totally. I she see just, that. She is she just super stable. A beacon of light. <laughs> it seems like she would have cookies like waiting she for does. you when you came home from school. She like also owns like the top one of the top like pouches for kids that is made of yeah. like all fruits and vegetable ingredients, <laughs> like called like a far- friend of a farmer or whatever it's called. And she just is, and she shares videos of like other people. Okay, they're so different. Her content do, is incredibly wholesome. Like here she so is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then Ben has this back tattoo. Like, I don't understand. It just, well, to me that like, I get that. Like if you're wholesome or whatever, you're attracted to the bad boy. Like, I get that and vice versa. Like, that to me, I get. And that's a real thing. They have children. Yeah, I think their their relationship was for sure real. And, you know, they've been together for a while. Yeah, he's some demons. Yeah. um, Clearly. But that doesn't mean he can't be in a relationship. And I don't want to, like, put women against each other, like, in terms of who's different, who's what. I'm just saying... This I think honeymoon makes me go back to my original theory that this is all a long stage. Think about fucking Kristen Stewart and Ed. What's his name? Oh, Robert Pattinson. They were together the whole entirety of the saga. And just for PR, they broke up the minute that last movie was out. Like, you remember when they tried to push like fucking Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston when they try to rock. push with those with the, with the rock pictures and everyone's like bullshit and then they stopped it immediately because it was terrible I agree with you I think but I don't think that it's only for that I think they have a relationship and the narrative around the relationship is what's fake the redemption arc like I think that they two people can have sort of like a relationship without being this crazy love story that they're like, where we found each other and we're sure it's we're together forever. They can just be like, yeah, we're having like a good time. We're together. Think about kind of like, okay, but they could have done that to, you know, that's part of the narrative. So many times. This makes me think of the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. (laughs) I think about that a lot. Yeah. No, I think it's like part of that of just the, the getting married or not, like that's required for the narrative to work. But it's not that they have no relationship, that they can't stand being around each other and they're not close. Like I do feel that they're close. I just don't know if it's as like stable as they're, they want it to f- appear. Something's up. Something's fishy. I agree There's with There's something you. wrong with Jeff Leck. <laughs> <laughs> Some, I agree with Trouble you. in paradise. The taking of the name like doesn't – like why? Why? It was seemed just that like part is weird to me, she, especially I would she's think J-Lo. Change, when you've never changed your name and you're 50. How old is she? 50, 50 53. She's always right, like, why do it now? She's right. 53. You built an entire career on JLo. It just seems weird. Or I can understand right. her doing it like on the certificate. Well, but Kim the Kardashian that, was Kim Kardashian West. But Kanye West made her so much more famous <laughs> than she was before. And he was also arguably that makes her sense. first like serious marriage. Oh, you know what? They were I together a really see. long time. I see it. I see it. Okay, I see, okay. It. I see it. What? You know how her whole fucking Netflix thing was about like how she's not taken seriously. Hustlers wasn't taken seriously. Well, Ben Affleck is a serious actor for the most part and serious director and a serious meme. You think she's doing this to <laughs> perhaps to- she's gonna be in a, a movie he's gonna make. Do not think that she could get a role oh. in other movies. Yeah, but 
She wants a role that she can win an Oscar. Oscar. Do you think she's a good actress? Do you think she's a good actress? I think if she's in the right role, she can act a role, a particular role well. Like, do I think she's Meryl Streep and can transform herself? I don't know why she did the movie Marry Me. Like, to me, because they're trying to bring rom-coms back, but like, no, 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 no. There was no, like, chemistry between her and fucking Owen Wilson, who, (laughs) like, they tried to make Matthew McConaughey happen, but it didn't happen. I think she could be good in, like, a slightly more, like, she's not going to be good in, like, Oscar bait. I think she would be good in like a. She's had more serious clever roles. Though. Selena scripted. was such a good movie. Okay. Yeah, she could be Enough. in a biopic about a performer kind of thing. She could be in the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yeah, she'd be really good at, at being Evelyn. She Hugo. wasn't that no. good. In, remember that movie, yes. Alien? Remember that movie? Enough. I feel like I saw that. That with was you. that's the best yeah. movie. But she that movie I also is like not a good. That with Aileen. That is. <laughs> Aileen just saw that movie with everyone. Does she just like invite one it person kind of over each day? All your favorite things. I've seen it several hundred times. Boxing lessons, <laughs> self defense, female empowerment, bad uh, bitches. <laughs> I don't love revenge, I'm but I I love movies <laughs> about revenge. Enough. Um, Enough. No, and, and she like, be, and like just women who a woman scorned and gets revenge, especially when she has a child who is in the midst of this stuff. I love, I loved it, but the movie like actually the acting baby. in that movie was not good. Not great. <laughs> she was good. If she played a role like Hillary Swank's in Miller, Million Dollar Baby, she could win for something like. I don't think like she's as good as person. Hillary Swank. I'm not I'm saying she's that a, out there. Hillary Swank is an actress by like trade. That's like a totally different she's story. She's in 45 <laughs> movies. J-Lo. Just saying. Made in Manhattan. She's a performer. There's a difference between someone like, like Hillary Swank would never get, be, get in, a super, in the Super Bowl. Like she'd never be a Super Wait, Bowl halftime. She's not a, she doesn't sing. Why would she be in the <laughs> right, Super Bowl? But, that's a, but, but people can people <laughs> can do, like, do different. They're just different. Ty- they're different types. Like Hillary Swank is probably, I would hope, going to be a little bit of a better actress than J Lo, who devotes like a lot of her practice time to doing dancing Guys, and singing rather than like. Acting. Did you see the cell? Do you remember that movie? No. no. Oh, that was really, really crazy good. It was like a scary movie. Then she was also in a movie called Shall We Dance with Richard Keir and Susan Sarandon. Oh, I kind of remember that. <laughs> she she's could be also, an upscale rom-com. She's an Ants. Who knew? She was, her best movie, oh, I think, Ants is a great movie. Is, um, <laughs> what was, the Wedding Planner. That's one of my no, favorites. No, I think Selena is the, she is the best um, in yeah, Selena. She's that very is good. hands down the best performance. Wedding Planner is just like a great, iconic movie that she's in. And um, I also would argue that the cell is very good. <laughs> Enough is also <laughs> so good. Which she's also an ice age, guys. I okay. think she needs to be a Not clear leading role that is built for her. And I yes, do agree with yes. you that and Ben I think Affleck might ben do Affleck that. Ben Affleck is going to make that. I think okay, you're I'm right. calling it now. I have many theories that are going to happen. You just, I think, pulled it all together for me. Thank you. That's why. That's why. That makes sense. I'm just giving myself an applause. Yeah. We'll see if you're right. <laughs> I think she's at her best when she is performing, personally. Did you see that? Um, Who's to say act, acting is per- performance? No, performing like dance and singing-wise, personally, I think that's when she shines I, That's why she was so good You can good win Oscars Selena. for for movies w- that involve performing. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying like that's where she's, to me, at her best. Did you see that um, apparently A-Rod did an interview with someone recently, might have been Howard Stern, where he was talking about J-Lo, and he was oh. like, She's the best performer of all time, or something. He's like, she has like the best work ethic. I think there's no, I believe there's that. no, um, you know, disputing that, and therefore she's really committed to this relationship. <laughs> like <Yeah>. that's <laughs> she's working really hard at this yeah, PR show. Like she goes all in for everything. She's an amazing performer, celebrity. She's a really good celebrity. She's a star. She's. A star. I do. I think probably celebritying is like a skill too. Totally. Oh, oh totally. for sure. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, 
no problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors. And for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash batches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Can we talk about the Sydney Sweeney profile in The Hollywood Reporter? Can you tell us about it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then we can yes. talk about it. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Okay. They did a profile on her after she was – she's now up for two Emmys. And it's basically like talking about her upbringing and how she came to be famous and this breakout star now. And she also talks about how she's 24. She's really burnt out. She's – that's she's not really 24. the focus of the art. Wow. Yeah. What was her number? You said she was a 10 on the self-made scale. How, why oh, yes. is she a 10? I mean, at one point, she and her family lived in like a motel and she shared a bed with her mother and her brother shared a, a couch with her father. And that was like while she was auditioning, trying to get jobs. And, you wow. know, they're from they're from like, you know, lower middle class roots in Washington, you know, between Washington and Idaho, near the border of Washington and Idaho, I think. And, you know, she comes from just, like, very, very humble roots. Her family moved to L.A. when she, they, she was younger to try to get roles. She was auditioning, like, past – when she she says, like, when she was 18, I think she had, like, $300 in her bank account. Like, and then finally she got a role in um, Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. And she right. got a role in, in Handmaid's Tale. And then from there she's been getting, you know, a lot of roles. But she she talks about how in the in the industry it's, like, she makes, you know, she gets solid bookings and she's doing really well, but she feels this extreme pressure to capitalize on the fame now because she she has no like safety net. You know, like she has to pay for everything. She has to pay for her publicist. She has to pay for like her house. She has to pay for and she really, I think, like is doing it on her own for real. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's like a smart ass bitch. She was a valedictorian of her high school. Like she's a hard worker. Down yeah, to earth, really like to hike and like ski, and like she's not. It was talking about how she feels like slightly out of place in these more, I don't know, like upscale, fancy Hollywood environments, mm -hmm. and how it started on the White Lotus because at first they were filming just it, they were isolated, like just the crew, and then once they opened the hotel to like regular guests while they were filming, she's like she talks about how like she could really sense the divide. Because it was kind of her first time in an environment like that. It's just really interesting, because, especially because of how young she is. And she's so frank in how she speaks about things. And she says that she takes her partnerships because 
there's a lot of money there because for like with street, she's on a lot of streaming things and with streaming, there's no residuals and you can't make as much as you did. And she just seems like sort of really normal and like a normal person who just has a lot of success from their talent. And I don't know. I really, really like her. I have so much respect for her. She's definitely very talented. I feel like she's going to be very, she's going to have a very big career just from all, I mean, she already has a really big career, but like, I feel like she'll like grow older and be like super, she'll just be like the leading woman in a lot of things soon. In like, you think she'll be the next Meryl? I think she has potential. Hmm. I think that the article though is like very much, you know, campaigning for her Emmy win. Totally. Right. That's like the point of it. That's why she even has an article. Yeah, that's like what Why this is Why now? About. Why this article? Right. Which I think campaigning for any Emmy win goes with the story that you're saying is like she needs this to keep, you know, her career. I think yes. she's getting a lot of calls for parts right now. I, I agree. Don't think she like, I think she with or without an Emmy, she's going to be No, but I think that would put her like as a serious actress. Like she can... She can demand she more money. She get paid more. She says she's like after... I mean, she breaks down her finances. She breaks down the finances of the business in this article in a way that I don't think I've ever really seen any actual celebrity do. Okay. She says, if I want to take a six-month break, I don't have income to cover that. I don't have someone supporting me. I don't have anyone I can turn to to pay my bills or call for help. Surely HBO paychecks afford a lifestyle immune from rising gas prices. She says they don't pay actors like they used to. And with streamers, you no longer get residuals. The established stars still get paid, but I have to give 5% to my lawyer, 10% to my agents, 3% or something like that to my business manager, pay my publicist every month, and that is more than my mortgage. She doesn't want people to feel bad for her, but she's adamant that the luxuries of the job not gloss over the realities of the business. Isn't she also the face of like Laneige or something? It says there's a lot of press to do and the associated costs, styling, tailoring, hair, and makeup travel, they aren't always covered by the network. She says this is what motivated her to, pi- to pivot into brand deals, taking gigs as a Miu Miu ambassador and starring in an Armani beauty campaign. If I just acted, I wouldn't be able to afford my life in LA. I take deals because I have to. So that's like a very okay. frank, I think pretty transparent yeah. breakdown of the what you can expect as a rising star in LA. I think she has a, like a lot of potential. She also has like a very specific look. She's also very like yeah. sensual. She like, has like a vibe. There's, it's very... Yeah. It's like Girl Next Door, but really hot. There's something like sinister a little bit about like her vibe and like a good way. Yeah. But also like vulnerable. She's, yeah, she's like. Well, maybe this is a testament to how she, how she acts. Like, you know, she's able to kind of. Because she has all the, her eyes like. She is a very good actress. Like, yeah. For real. But it goes, it also goes with her look. Like, like she can, her resting face conveys emotion. You know what I mean? She's also yes. engaged, isn't she? She's very yes, young. Yes, to, to an engaged. older producer who I think she's been dating for quite a bit. She tries to be very low key about her relationship. It also says that in the article, and then not much more about it. I also think a lot of the times these people want to be low key about their relationships if they have that seductive kind of like vibe because it just you get more male fantasy out of it. Also, if you're not like showing your boyfriend, you're not. It's not quite as that too. You know, you're projecting a certain image. I think that's a thing. I also imagine that she probably thinks that people will like pick at the age difference. And she probably doesn't want that to be like a big talking point about her, which understandable. I also don't know if this is all concocted by her. And like, this is all like agent. Well, she's very good actress. In terms of like image. How much of it is true. No, I mean, no, like the image, like what. She who she does appear with or how much X is or Y is talked about. It's like not her. I'm sure it's all done by like her, you know, I just I know that if she were more public about her relationship and her engagement and like posted about it, that people would say the name Sydney Sweeney. And the next thing out of their mouth would be she's dating a much older guy. And I feel like that's probably what she wants to not happen. Well, I think she's going to be just fine. I think she's very talented and She'll be making a lot of money, if not now, then extremely soon. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. 
You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Okay, can we talk about like the whole thing with Instagram now? I've been seeing it everywhere. I saw this petition go viral about make Instagram Instagram again. Then I see like Adam Oseri doing like a, a response video and then now everybody's just making fun of it. So what's going on with Instagram? Okay, so I mean anyone, I'm sure from using Instagram, you can tell that it's very, very video heavy. You can barely open it without like hearing some stupid voiceover at this point. Uh-huh. So people are annoyed, honestly. And it's not just that. Like there's so much spam on Instagram right now. There are so many bots. There are so many. So many there's bots. so much more so spam than ever. They come up what on like. What is the spam? It's like, join me in the giveaway. Like, What I, is like, that? Who's doing Oh, that? I have $5,000 to give to one lucky person. I don't understand. But on Sunday, throughout the day, I had like a thousand bots follow me within just, I would check my thing and it would just be all these weird handles that I had never, I have no idea why. And it's just, just a horrible, it's become a really horrible user experience. And I think that people, so Kylie and other Kardashians, maybe it was Kim or Chloe, they posted about, they want Instagram, they basically, people want Instagram to go back to photos, flat still images of their friends. And that, there was a petition, that image mm-hmm. got circulated everywhere. Chrissy Teigen chimed in. Like, pretty much I think everyone is in agreement that they just want to see their fucking pictures again. <laughs> and um, so basically, there was also an article in the Washington Post that Taylor Lorenz wrote that was essentially discussing what the company would do. And then when that was released, Adam Oseri did one of his videos that no one wants to see. Where he like sits down and he goes, claps. Yeah. And he's like, and then he like flares his nostrils. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they guess, oh my God, don't even start me with that. And he basically, the crux of the video is like, we're testing some things out. We know you don't like this, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> we're going to keep yeah. doing it. He was like, yeah, because we're seeing all of the growth from reels and stories. And it's like, yes, because you promote reels and stories. Right. Like you push that to people. That's why people are making them. 
Right, exactly, because it just, yeah, okay, we can go into the implications of that later. But so he does this video, and like, you know, I think he used to be pretty good at these, like, but I think his goodwill has run out, frankly. I think his time of being able to like convince creators that this is in some way going to be good for them, and also the casual user is not enjoying this either. So Mm -hmm. it's, I think he like, you know, he had to go out there and say that, which is essentially head of Instagram is essentially like glorified, you know, propaganda machine. And then also in that article by Taylor Lorenz, it was discussing how Instagram now wants to prioritize relationships with like entertainment companies and like production to kind of be like TikTok, clearly, because they, Mm -hmm. whatever, that's their goal. And people just essentially roasted him and the company for the fact that they don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. And they just want to keep moving forward in the fake video views. Right. I don't know. Do you right. guys, how do you feel about the app these days? I love our Betches videos. <laughs> like all of like the funny shit that I see on Instagram, like makes me laugh in terms of pictures of friends. Like I will always continue to post because that's the way that we kind of started Instagram. Like if you're asking me or like us, is a different question than asking like a Gen Z person who like didn't, you know, start on Instagram. I think like the millennials like Instagram the way it was because that's the way that they were always used to. And that's a way that they like connect with their friends. Adam Osari was like, actually photos are being like the more, there's more engagement in DMs. I'm like, get out of my DMs. DMs and stories. DMs are like a global phone book essentially that you can message anybody. And I know. I think DMs, I actually use, I use DMs as my main driver of Instagram. I can't even watch it anymore because I want something that I can scroll through in silence. If I want to hear something, I'm going to probably be listening to a podcast or watching something on my television or scream or streaming, or I'm going to go watch, no offense, TikTok videos because they are better curated to me. I don't like that I'm opening Instagram and I'll see one flat image that I want to consume before seeing three voiceovers of like some girl's doing like questionable digital blackface. Like, you know, it's just like very, you know, it's annoying. I don't want to watch that. Like, I don't want to have sound on. I just don't care about like all of the curation of the people that I don't follow. Yeah. I mean, I think you can still use Instagram for what you want though, can't you? Like I just look at, I mostly just look at stories and stories are like my friends, like live casting of their lives. Right. Yes, but I want to, I'm talking about the feed. Right, but like, who cares? Wait, I'm looking the at the feed and it's there. all images. No, the the feed is like supposed to be like the main the feed. <laughs> I think Instagram's real appeal is in Instagram stories. But that's like I do what, too. Snapchat. But <laughs> yeah, but I don't like. But no one our age really uses Snapchat, so I'm kind of like our friends aren't posting on Snapchat what they're doing all day. It's like, oh, I didn't know you were in at this event or here wait, this, this is place so weird. Or... My feed is suddenly all flat images. And like two reels right now. Oh, I have all reels. Well, I should like them all. So they come up. I don't understand this Little Miss thing. (laughs) I hate that stupid meme. I just don't get it. Like It was funny like once. It was funny (laughs) in the beginning and it was- Why is um, it funny? That's what I don't get. It's clever once when said in like such an outrageous, new, unexpected context. And then everybody had to adopt it. Well, that's the problem with social media. Aileen, you know what it is? It is the thing about me- (laughs) Embodied. I, I just don't. I yeah, know. I just don't get it with serious. it. Like, what, why it's clever? Why is it clever? It, well, Little Miss is a character. A character on what? It's like a children's character. In what? Like uh, a book, okay. right? <laughs> I don't know what it's. I don't remember what it's originally from. But let's say it's something that you remember from childhood. That's like a little bit it's nostalgic. A book series. Okay. Let's say we were talking in a chat. Let's say it had you had not seen it before. And you sent me a meme that was like, Little Miss, did you even read the book? Would you not think okay. that was a funny context of using I would that? Say, I would rather just say, did you even read the book? Because it's an inside joke and I know. No, but the point is, is that it's funny because it's like on a trend. No, no, no. Before the right. trend. But if what's funny had, about the trend? It's like you're roasting me by using this like character that your throwback character <laughs> It's a book series. Like if you Google Little Miss characters. It's literally funny the first time when it's unexpected and like not overplayed. 
but I'm going to say that I think that's the, the whole issue with social media is like on TikTok too. Everybody's just copying the same trend over and over and over again until it literally yeah. makes you want to just take shut off your thing. Even like fucking the worst is if you, I know you guys aren't driving around as much, but like you got in your car, you have XM, whatever. There's a TikTok station. You turn the TikTok station is literally all songs from fucking TikTok. I was like, that is the last thing I want to listen to in my car. But then I'm like, People like it. The hosts talk about TikTok trends. And it's just like so, it's like pervasive. It's like just in, it's literally like I have a chip in my body listening to all like social media. And the problem is, is that people don't like, people just continuously just like jump on these trends over and they don't know why they're doing it. They're just doing it. They want to get big. No, no, people are just doing it just to jump on it and just continue to do it. Because they they also want to get more followers though. Part of it is that if you're a creator and you like, but everyone's a creator. I feel like on mm-hmm. on TikTok, everyone is a creator on TikTok. No one's just like on TikTok unless they're like six. I feel there like. are pe- no, there are people who just kind of like talk into their TikTok. And I think everyone hopes they make it big. No, there TikTok. are people who are big who are not monetizing. Yeah, that's still fine, but they want people to find them. Nobody's on there just to create content. Yeah, you're not on there like for your yeah, friends. Like, on, like on Instagram, there's so many people who are on there. Just for their own, you know, post a picture for their own friends, for their own. You can you can't be private on TikTok, which to me makes it there again much more. I know two creators who are both like real lawyers who do not use their name on TikTok. They just they have like a pseudonym or they will not post their last name and they have big followings. They're not monetizing their TikTok following. They're just doing it for fun. But it doesn't matter. But that's still, it's like they're doing they it for following. fun because they want a yeah. following. Like regardless of whether they don't want a name, like they- No one's not, posting hoping no one sees the video and likes the video and, and wants I followers. I agree with you. It's Absolutely like, no one. It, because there's requires too much effort. That's if you're posting continuously, but if you're just kind of posting whenever you feel like it. No, I think unless you're like under the age of like 12, you're posting to get followers and to get like likes and to think that you could, and ever if, even if you won't admit it, most people on TikTok want to be like the next big, TikTok star and they're like maybe it could be me because anyone can go viral on TikTok anyone it's like very egalitarian system so I think that that makes people everyone on it because you can't be pri- otherwise why people be private that's the whole point of it so that ever so your whatever you're making could become viral you could become the next TikTok sensation I think there are a lot of people who do that but I do not agree that that is every single person on TikTok whatsoever fine majority rules so like <laughs> my niece is seven and I don't think I'm she's not looking talking about for, your niece I'm talking about famous. adults I'm but talking actually, about you know what even her she'd probably be like down nobody's posting and being like I don't care how many views this gets <laughs> like no one but not caring about the views is different from like trying to like make a career out of it and make yourself like pop like there are people who genuinely I truly believe are just doing it for shits like they just are kind of doing it they're not doing it in any particular cadence it is hobby Um, but i also i also think that with when it comes to like the little miss memes the creators posting little miss memes part of that i think is due to the algorithms that demand to be fed at all hours which is endless content so it's like oh this is easy this is trending i might as well do it is kind of the mindset i think for people who are trying to make their living on the internet I think a lot of people who would like to make a living on the internet are are focusing on TikTok. I think you're right, but there are definitely people who are not doing it. They're just- I'm saying even that lawyer you're saying with who's like who's using a pseudonym, why are they making it? Why are they spending so much time creating TikToks? She honestly like I think she enjoys it. Like I just she doesn't intend to leave her job. Like you don't she think just- she judges how good a TikTok is based on how many likes or views or whatever it is. If, if there was no one on TikTok, if it was just her platform, she would continue to do it. I honestly so feel private. like she could have it and just download it and then delete it off the internet. I think she would maybe do it to like a smaller group. I really genuinely do. I think that some people enjoy making things and they're not constantly measuring. Maybe they are like measuring, oh, this was a good one. This was a bad one. But I don't think they're measuring like their future success in those terms. I think like that's okay. Not everyone's like measuring everything just to measure it. Like remember when we, when like you'd get like 50 likes and you'd be like, oh, how many likes did you get? Yeah. Still be like that. Like, so it's sort of the same in that way. Like you'd be excited about like, oh, mine got 25. Right. But (laughs) it's not to make money. But that's different. It's a different platform. That's what I'm talking about. But I think there are people who 
have that attitude on it. No, but on I'm TikTok. saying that's the same attitude. Here's the thing. If you're private on Instagram, that takes away the entire notion of I'm trying to, to make a viral Instagram. It's a very easy thing. If you don't care about views, you don't want to be seen by a bunch of people, go private. No one sees it. That's not an option on TikTok. That doesn't. So what? I think there so are I'm people saying, who just so like, like the, to so, make content. Like it's fun. I'm saying you're making TikTok so that so that it can be public, so that it can be seen, so that you could maybe go viral. Both you you can't take the the promise of potential virality out of the equation. I'm not saying that most right. people don't want that, but I am saying that there are creators who are not well here. <laughs> right. There are not there are creators who are not there for like just like exponential growth so that they can turn this into a career. Well, if you are one of the, if you are a creator who does not care about exponential growth, so you can turn this into a career, DM us. They're probably like not listening right to in. this. They're probably like making TikToks in their spare time. If that's you, if you don't care at all, if you would if you would TikTok into a void, let us know. Avoid is many different. people who would TikTok into a void. Just like to connect with random people, like to get their comments. Like, yes, that they do that. And but they still are excited about if something gets a lot of views. Like that's still though a diff- that's still slightly different than just posting something and sharing it with your friend and like, you know, but you still care about likes. You still care on your Instagram, like how many likes you got on a picture, even if it's just for your friends. Because like what are really friends on Instagram? <laughs> They're not like your all how many friends do you have on Instagram? Ten? And the rest are, you know, your Instagram follower friends. And then there's your Instagram followers, and then there's randoms. So like there's it's it's you that's know, actually I don't know. a great a great circle of, of <laughs> Instagram networking. That you just the circle of there. Instagram life. There's yeah. like your 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 like affiliates, <laughs> your associates. <laughs> there's the people who you just do fire fire emoji. Yeah, fire emoji. Should we wrap up and say who we would like to send to Hollywood Purgatory to sell timeshares in the Cayman Islands with Army Hammer? I'm sending Adam O'Sari. Okay, Eileen, do you second that. <laughs> I might send Jaffleck. <laughs> Both of them. Well, let's see how they fare in in, in a. How would they do without all of their paparazzi picks? That's would true. They, would they survive? I want to see. Can they bring them? <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> let's see it. Okay, so we're sending Jaffleck. Sammy sending Adam Oseri. Oh, sorry. It is nostrils. <laughs> Who are you sending? Um. Hmm. I don't know. There's not that many people who have. No one's speaking to you. Who's speaking to me this year? I mean, this week. Just go with Jaffleck. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll go with Jaffleck because I feel more moved by that scenario, I guess, even though I'm not that moved by it. <laughs> it's been a great show. If anybody agrees with our Jaffleck theories, if you, which do you prefer Instagram pre Instagram trying to be TikTok or Instagram post, let us know. You can DM us. You can email us, betches at betches.com. You can DM us. I'm at Aileen. And I'm at Jordana Abraham. I'm at Sammy. And please leave us a rating or a review if you want to. If you're enjoying the show, please tell your friends. Email us and talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Batches.